Welcome. welcome welcome what's up welcome to our third podcast for the drag program i'm charles woodruff sergeant with oxnard pd and my partner in crime sergeant dan shrub here also with the drag program it's exciting third podcast wow. I know we were a little late on the from the other ones but we're gonna get better we're gonna be putting out more info we're getting we're collecting all this this info that's coming into the the program but you know some of the feedback from the other podcasts have been all positive I know, like you were talking about before, we were talking about like, as far as how the the program's spreading and and it's going across the country. Right. And I know, like just recently, I got a email from someone from Oklahoma that wants the program to come out there. Wow. Yeah. So we yeah, gotta, okay. I guess, start packing. We gotta get our stuff together. I've been to Oklahoma once. I drove out there once. Don't do it. <laughs> I forty. It's terrible. The trucks are doing like ninety. Go, Where's the troopers? But with all this, I mean, right at the beginning, we just want to kind of put this out a little bit. Uh, we got a new website. Yeah. Yes. And as everybody knows, this is a nonprofit. So yes. this program only exists from the help of individuals donating, fundraisers, foundations, sponsorships. Right. So that's the only way we keep the doors open. But go to our website. If you're sitting here listening and you decide you want to go ahead and help right. out and, and donate, there's a, a nice little feature on there that you can actually donate straight to the program. So right. it helps out really well. And all those proceeds go directly to the program. Uh, I hope everyone understands that. We have instructors here that either volunteer their time, or actually interns from colleges and stuff like that. They're not getting paid, but we have plenty of volunteers. If that's you, you want to come out and help as well. But funding for this program, you know, it's, it's as everyone knows out there, it's not uh, inexpensive to keep doors open, to teach kids and give them uh, a new opportunity or a fresh opportunity in life. And, you know, if you can find it, you know, somewhere in your hearts and, and, and maybe some folks that you know uh, that love to give and help uh, youth, whether it's at-risk youth, uh, go to our website, uh, dragteam.org. It's D-R-A-G-G-T-E-A-M.org. So this episode today, I mean, it's really special. We have, a, we have an awesome guest that's going to be on, on board with us today. It's going to be great to talk to him. Um, before we get to that, let's just recap. What is the drag program? Well, it's a nonprofit uh, after-school automotive program for uh, young people in high school. Uh, not necessarily at risk, but we tend to get those kids that need that have challenges. You know, they have challenges in school, maybe at home, uh, in their neighborhoods, whatever that that storyline is. We bring them in, and our instructors are great because we're teaching them a skill set. You know, in the automotive industry, whether it's light light automotive repair. You know, not not anything crazy. We're not rebuilding you know, race engines for the weekend, you know, it's, it's oil changes, it's suspension and brake work, um, top end engine work, you know, that kids understand and maybe can repair at home, you know, maybe their mom's car, you know, is having some issues. So we give them those, those skills and the, the knowledge to, to take it back, uh, back home and even in their schools. And as you know, automotive classes in the high schools today are kind of a lost art budgets are going right. down and they just kind of kick those classes to the wayside but yeah. they then go into more tech and more computer classes uh things like that but yeah i mean with with the program running nine years strong over 400 kids have gone through the program with us yeah 
Um, also being able to expand. Uh, we're out in Phoenix, Santa Barbara, and the little hint, the little secret that's coming out. Are we plugging that today? Ah, uh, it's it's really close. Uh, but it has an L and an A in it. And it's L? Be L-A. Alabama? No, no, not Alabama. L and oh, an A. I thought well, you said Oklahoma earlier, man. I was just thinking, man, we're going way out Midwest. No, we're all excited. We're moving into the big, the big leagues, the big city down there. Uh, in LA, uh, so hopefully all that comes together, and and that's gonna be right. really exciting to be able to af- uh, affect the youth and the young men and women out in that area. But yeah. definitely, like you said, we wouldn't be here at this point without our supporters, without right. the people donating, without the foundations, uh, some of our sponsors. You know, of course, we got to talk about Ford. Uh, we got Jet Hot Performance Coatings, uh, Lucas Oil. Mother's Polish and right. Big Brand Tire just here locally. I mean, these are companies that see us, know us, and want to help because they want to help the the youth. They want to help the next generation. I mean, for them, they talk about it all the time with us. These are the next kids that are going to come working for them. Right. And if you ever and you take a look at uh, our website again, that awesome new website, you'll definitely be able to see all of our supporters on there. You can click on their links, go right to their websites, right. be able to follow them and, and see what they're doing. And they're definitely on all the Instagrams and social media. So it's exciting. It's kind of something new for us. We're working with these big companies, but they're actually pushing our mission and our um, ideas out there on their social medias and their websites. So it's really cool. Yeah. I think any large company out there or smaller company, really local companies, I mean, uh, you know, the, the young men and women that are coming out of high schools and, 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 JC colleges, those, those types of settings, you know, they, they really, uh, want to have that young, fresh mind that they can train and hold on to, you know, like auto body shops. They don't want, you know, these kind of hit and run employments, you know, they want kids to stay longevity, you know, and why not start them out young? And that's where we come in. We kind of get them in the shop here and get them programmed that way so that when they do get out in the work world and basically that's what we're doing, we're basically preparing them for the work world. Uh, here in our shops. Uh, a lot of our kids, uh, you know, aren't, aren't interested in going to four or five, six-year colleges. You know, they just, they want to get out in there and start working. And maybe they have a family already they're trying to support. So that's where we come alongside them and, and give them hope and, and direction. And, and that's what we're about. For our, our classes that run throughout the semesters of an actual school year, um, recruiting is, is, is pretty easy. The high school counselors, people like that, are really the ones that know which kids need some some extra direction. So, and we we get some tough ones. We we do we do we get some that are behind on some credits because this program does offer school credits as well. That's huge in any young person's uh, school life. <laughs> and if you do have a a young person in your family or maybe a son or a daughter, you know, and they're interested in the program, definitely get the, go on the website again, dragteam.org, d r a g g t e a m and Get them, get them enrolled for the next classes that are coming up after summer. Um, we'll have room. In fact, it may not be this podcast that we announce it, but we may have a, a summer session uh, in July someplace, maybe about a four or five week kind of intro class that'll get them ready for the for the fall series. So um, that's what we're doing. We're getting everybody ready for the work world, and we want marketable individuals out there that can really perform once they leave our program. Yeah, definitely. And, if, and you do go to the website. I mean, there are different features on it where you can actually send us messages. 
But if you just want to send us a message, go to info at dragteam.org. There you go. And you can send it straight to us to get there. It's a question. You want your son or daughter to join the program. But definitely some of the stories that we've had, it's been awesome. I mean, one of the podcasts we had Emilio. I mean, it's just really great to have him. I mean, he stopped by the shop just just the other day, kind of checked out class, wanted to talk to the kids. Um, But he actually, he's enrolled in college. Um, but yet he's also working at our local Ford dealership. Yeah, he's doing a lot. Yes, he is. He's got a lot on his plate. Yep, he's busy. But that's what we want to push these young men and women into. Uh, we're trying to get after those those individuals that, you know, maybe school's not their thing. They're they're in class, you know, studying and taking tests just ain't their thing. But you can put them in front of a motor and they can work eight hours straight without a break right. and just enjoy it. So that's the people. We talked to a lot of people in the automotive industry, and a lot of them say they came from that. That school wasn't their thing, but they wanted to go ahead and they just enjoyed automotive. They enjoyed motors. Right. They enjoyed the, the listening to the, the motor scream down a, a NASCAR track. <laughs> right. That's what gets them going, and that's what they really want to do. And a lot of them are, are very successful in the automotive yeah. industry. And I tell you what, another thing that we do is part of this program. It's more exploration I mean, we are in the shop, we are wrenching on stuff, but we get them out of the shop too. We go to local businesses, auto body uh, shops, um, heck, Vortec Engineering uh, opens up their doors so that we can see how the, that process works in terms of fab work and, and creating turbochargers and, and superchargers. But at the end of the day, like you hit on, I mean, a lot of these kids, they just want to know how it works. How do I do that? And... A lot of our, our sponsors, our supporters, came from that, were cut from that cloth, and now they're business owners. So how, how great is that that we introduced these young men and women to those business owners that 20 years ago maybe they were in the same boat or they were in that, the, the same shoes? Like, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? And now they've created this kind of mini empire of a business all built around automotive. And I tell you, you look at a car, you know how many business opportunities are when you look at a, just look at a car. Wheels, tires, heck, tint. <laughs> There's Stereo. tinting shop. Stereos. Interior. Know, interior. Let's paint, see, body. Let's keep naming everybody out there. Can we name okay. some? Name some to yourself as we're listening. Name two right now. Yeah. <laughs> Name too. Yeah, but there's so many, right? And I mean, there's businesses on each corner of our community here that, that, that represent that. And we give that kind of information to these kids that, hey, you know what? There's, there's a lot out there. You just pick what you want to do. And that's what I enjoy the the most with the program is the fact that a kid may not know this, and now you get to direct them into that area and say, "Look, this is this is what's available to you." And we hear right. that all the time. Wow, if it wasn't for you guys taking me there or showing me, you know, I wouldn't have known kind of deal. So it's really cool to to see how that is working because you know talking to some of these kids, they're in school, like we said, school's not their thing. Now they get kind of marked as the bad kid, not listening, not paying attention. Right. So that means you go to the office. You go to the office X amount of times. Next, you know, now you get kicked out of the school. Now you're at the continuation school. And everything around you is being told you're bad, you're wrong, you're not good. When, in fact, they have a skill set. They have something inside them they can make them happy to do. It's just no one's brought it out of them. Yeah. So that's what's cool about the program to be able to do something yeah. like that. Yeah, we do have some of those cases. We do. But we also have a mixture of, of kids that, um, you know, you have that scenario that you just talked about where they're just, you know, challenged with some things. But then we also have the ones that are doing well in school and they just want they just want direction. And that's what's cool about it is that we put them all together in this one space 
and they all kind of feed off of one another and they're able to connect and and actually form a team and and be able to accomplish something at the end of the day so it's 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 pretty cool to see especially now that we're approaching you know a certain part of the school year where we get to kick them off and or kick off what <laughs> kick them off kick them off. we don't kick anybody <laughs> no it's it's you know the kickoff to say hey now your life starts you're going to be 18 you know let's let's make it happen so i mean if you want to see more go to our website uh go to our youtube channel we have a youtube channel too yeah drag team d-r-a-g-g-t-e-a-m and take a look at all our videos take a look at all the stuff we've done in the past uh, but stay tuned because there's a lot more coming in the future we got formula drift we have nhra so we have all these different events that we take the students to and they get to be a part of those those events so it's gonna be really cool we got formula drift coming up uh hopefully the the kids everything works out right they're gonna be able to go and meet their hero von gittin come into the, the the booth with him and talk to him and then get to see him rip it around the the track all day yeah so that's gonna be really cool and exciting that'll be pretty special making that connection with von gittin jr and, and and their camp and their their organization has been really huge for us can't thank them enough but talk about exciting our next guest I mean, there's a lot to talk about here. All these different uh, things in his in his record, <laughs> the, the record online, Dan. A Dan. record, yeah, a record. Right. But we got Anthony Campos, Big Citric yeah. in the house. Yeah. yeah. What's up? What's, What's up, man? Up? How, you guys, how you guys doing? Good, good. How you doing? Good, man. Right here, you know, I'm trying to be on a diet, but you guys put some donuts in front of my face. Here, you know? <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, you came down and talked with some cops. You knew some donuts were going to be That's in the some scene. That's stereotypical stuff right there, bro. <laughs> What's going on with that? I know it's, it's changed a little. It's not, even though this is the traditional pink box donuts. Yeah, that's... that's. Uh, I mean, we have changed a little. It is right? Starbucks now. Yeah, right? It's, it's bagels and coffee. Yeah, bagels, some other pastry. Come on now. Oh, wait. <laughs> But again, thanks a lot for coming out. I mean, you've been yeah. supporting us, helping us out for years now. I mean, you came to our comedy yeah. show last year, took a little spot, stepped up there, and you know, working on the the comedy show stuff. That's that's really cool. But looking at your your background, I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa! Which you one? said background again. <laughs> okay, why, why is it every time a cop thing? It always goes something bad. We're looking um, at your history. Yeah. Your career. Right. Your career. The, career. Uh, the, the, IMDb, the IMDb record for the record. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They're not on the database. <laughs> but you got Idiocracy, Harsh Times, The Lopez Show. Yeah, man. I mean, these are some big things. Yeah, you know, just I've uh, been doing it for a minute. You, just you know, a lot of stuff's like just spread out, but... We've been on the grind, man, doing uh, doing the acting, you know, since like 2004. But, you know, originally I started doing music since like 91, 92. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's, been a, it's been a roller coaster ride, man, up and down. But, you know, I always hang on, you know, so I'm still there. <laughs> Tell us about you. Tell us about Big Citric. Where you, where did all, where'd the story start? Man, uh, man, my story starts East L.A., Boyle Heights here. You know, a lot of people get mad when you say East L.A., but it's East L.A., man, so don't get mad. <laughs> it's East L.A. because it's on the east side of L.A., right? But it's the city yeah. of Boyle Heights, so that's where I grew up, you know? And uh, it was, uh, you know, I mean, when you're growing up in the, in the in the neighborhood, you really don't realize nothing because that's all you know, so you really don't realize if it's bad or good. Yeah. But it was rough, you know? Uh, every corner was a neighborhood, a hood, you know? So it was... It was uh, it was pretty, you know. It was it was pretty crazy when you had to walk to school and stuff like that. You know, just yeah, yeah, be looking out both ways all the time. But it, it just became a way of life. So, you know, we we uh, we really didn't notice anything until after we, as I got into uh, music and and started getting to go travel a little bit 
around the world and mm-hmm. around the country. Then I started seeing more than just East yeah. LA. You know, no, kind of seeing that people are living differently yeah. in the world. Yeah, exactly. And you grow yeah. up in your so own was, little spot. Was, yeah, exactly. So you start seeing the whole world in a different manner. You know, and that's what we try to do with our program here. You know, with the drag program is a lot of our kids, like you're explaining right now, haven't been outside of their city or yeah. even their neighborhoods. You know, so when we go to the races, when we go to Pomona, yeah, it's, a, it's a big experience for them. Big, yeah. it's huge. Yeah. Like, man, one kid even asked me, "Hey, is it warmer here than back where we live?" <laughs> and I'm like, man, man, we're still in California, but I'll answer your question. Yeah, but that's 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 true, true to form. Yeah, you know, man. so that's true what you're saying, and um, you know, with with our kids. I don't know. You say when you became an adult, you started traveling more. You started yeah. doing doing stuff uh, out out on the road, but you don't experience that until until that happens. Yeah, uh, and really realize, exactly. hey, you know what? My hood or my where I grew up. I grew up in Oxnard. So did so did Charles here. Yeah, and you know we all have our our thresholds of how rough it was. You yeah, know? Exactly. oh man, that street. I wouldn't go near that street. <laughs> yeah, but you still went down it. You went down there regardless. <laughs> you had to. <laughs> It's not till later you actually grow up, you find out how rough that area really was because you didn't you didn't nah. notice it. You just you just did it. You yeah. did because you had to you had to do it. There so. was no choice, eh? right? No yeah. choice. You had to go over there. Someone had your your video yeah. game. You had to go get yeah, it. Yeah, you had to go get it back. <laughs> <laughs> do you recall you know growing up? Was there any programs out there that were helping kids? You know, try and mentor them or anything? Uh, you know what? I mean, the only program that was like active. Out there at that at those days was like YMCA, you know. But oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, that was like the only escape, really. You know, like where you could go and hang out, go swimming, whatever. Um, I, I mean, I don't know how to swim, so you know, I just always use floaties. <laughs> <laughs> I never learned how to swim. So, yeah. That's our next but, podcast. We're gonna be doing a live feed from the swimming pool. Just, right? <laughs> just don't throw me in there. I'll drown. <laughs> I almost drowned in half a foot of water one time. <laughs> but yeah, no. So, yeah. so it was. Uh, it was that was the only program that was out, man. You know, like YMCA. You know, we go in there and hang out and play basketball and stuff like that. But the problem was, <laughs> as soon as you came out. You get hit up by other gangs or, you know, the, all the, uh, the gang neighborhood in that area that right, was right. living out there, you know, and so right. just trying to recruit. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, so yep. it was just like, a, it was always a tug of war between, you know, all that, you know, you, you're trying to do good, but you, but you know, you got all these, all these gangsters over here and all these, you know, they're doing all the, it looks like, well, it looks like they're doing fun stuff at the time, you know? Right. <laughs> right. right. So you kind of, you know, you're kind of playing tug of war there, you know, for a minute, you know, you just get caught up sometimes. Yeah. So, so with that, that kind of growing up. In Boyle Heights, East L.A., what was the relationship between the kids and the cops? Man, we just didn't like the cops, man. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Because one, okay, in the, in the era I grew up in, it was which in the late seventies, eighties, the cops were like a lot of corrupted cops. You know what I'm saying? So they right. would always harass us, and you know, even when we weren't doing nothing, we were getting harassed. So it was always, you know, so it's like I always tell people when people like now it's like 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 it's cool, you know, like. Like I, I'm now that I'm older, I see things in a different manner. But I always, I always tell people I have, we have a, a love hate relationship with the Hollenberg Police because <laughs> there was a lot of a lot of cops that were really cool with us, man. They would give mm-hmm. us toys. Sometimes they would give us balls. You know, they have a hey, kid. You want? We got some basketballs, man. Open up the trunk and they got, oh, they sick. got, yeah, they would kill, hook us up. But then you had the cops as we got older. You know that they would they would harass us because. Sometimes they had nothing better to do, man, to be honest with you, man. You know? Yep. No, I mean, and we say it all the time in law enforcement. I mean, it's it's a job. Yeah. And yeah. there's good employees and there's bad employees. Exactly. And that's what, and that's what, that's one of the things I took. So as, as, as I grew up, I never, I never really, I can't say, oh, I hated cops. 
Well, I love college because yeah, because you know, then we we were getting tickets all the time for lower suspension, we, you know, <laughs> and tinted windows and stuff like that. <laughs> Even though we had, you know, we weren't doing nothing, but you know, right. but but now I see it though too. I go and it's like in any business, any work, there's good and there's bad. Absolutely, no matter what, you know, what I'm saying yep. there's always good people and there's bad people, no matter where you go, you know. Yeah. No. Do you think looking back on that, a program like drag? I mean, is that something that can insert itself? Um, with the police officers to kind of give the officers that ability to break the wall down and be able to connect? I think so. You know, I think uh, I think the drag program will be uh, perfect, especially in a neighborhood like that, because the majority of kids in the neighborhood, they're, they, they, they're all into cars, you know? Yeah. So, you know, they they, they they see a movie like Fast and the Furious movies, the yeah. series, you know, they get all pumped up with stuff like that, you know? So mm-hmm. to see a, 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 a drag car, you know, one of the, the, the Mustangs you guys have, yeah. And, yeah. and to be able to build one like that or to help build something like that, you know, it's yeah. like... I think that you know that 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 would be a great program for the kids in these Sally boys. We yeah. definitely see it uh, a lot where we bring the car and usually usually the the cops set up at a at an event you know yeah. out, out in the park or something and you know kids don't want to connect sometimes some of the kids don't want to connect and say hey, you know those are the cops we don't yeah. like them kind of deal but then all of a sudden you have a cool car yeah you know, exactly. that just breaks it down it's like it well tell me about the this barrier. car yeah, yeah it breaks down the barrier you know so yeah and then that that's that's a big uh icebreaker right there with the car yes because yeah. kids love cars man yeah. <laughs> that's that's what's like unique about our program is that that's where what we center everything around yeah. is is cars yeah and like our current students, they have the big GMC trucks, you know, with the big 24, yeah. 22, and it's drops, got <laughs> airlifts on it. Yeah. And, but we find that connection, you know, between, you know, with a common interest, yes. the cars. And if you're police, if you're fire department, if you're a comedian, yeah. or show, Hollywood, everyone loves something about a car. Yeah, because it's transportation, bro. Right? Yeah, real I mean, talk, we got to get around somewhere. Yeah. So if we love it, we bring everybody yeah. together in one room. We don't care what job you do, what your interests are, yeah. but we like what what we're doing here yeah. as a team, and that's what we're about. So yeah, no real talk, man. Yeah, and and it gives us that chance to really be able to, to connect. To connect, and yeah, talk. exactly. Yeah, and I mean, we've had classes where kids are telling us, "Hey, why am I getting harassed?" You know, and we'll we'll talk about the incident and what yeah. happened, and by the end of the the conversation. You know, it's it's something where a kids it's parked in front of someone's house, and he's just in there reading a book. Yeah. He said. And he got stopped by the police, you know, and he's he said, well, if you were at your house and you saw some stranger, yeah, yeah, what would you do? Like, well, would call the police? <laughs> reading <laughs> a book. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Who's reading a book? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so it's, it's just a cool chance to be able to talk and be able to, yeah. you know, yeah. chop it up between yeah. each other to be able to, to get the message out, you yeah. know, between. And there's times that us as law enforcement, we have to listen to. We have to listen to the yeah. other side. We have to understand yeah. what we're doing and how it's affecting uh, people out yeah, there. Exactly, yeah, exactly. And and what their perceptions are. So if there's something that can we can do differently to help that, yeah, by all means. Yeah, no, and that's the thing that the community needs is more officers that are willing to go out there and chop it up with the people and talk, you know, and hang out and kind of, you know, like mm-hmm. you get to know the community, you know, like yeah. even more, you know. But yeah, there's been a lot of situations. That's what I'm saying. There's been a lot of situations where it's a like I say, it's a love hate relationship with, with the Hollenbeck Police Department because. <laughs> There was a lot of hate because, you know, a, a lot that we were getting harassed sometimes for, like, just, like, no reason. Like, literally no reason, you know? And then you got the cops that were coming out and showing us different, you know what I'm saying? So right, it yeah. was, so it was like, I, I always, I always kept it cool, man, with, right. with, with the yeah. cops, man, because, you know, and then I always, been, always, uh, like, and I've always been, like, and I always tell people, I've always been real respectful with law enforcement, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's Appreciate like, always that. be respectful, you know, because... 
at the end of the day, yeah, a lot of people don't know what you guys are going through too, though. You know what I'm saying? Like all the stuff you guys Heck see and yeah. all the things you guys deal with, you know. So I've put myself in some situations like that too, you know, where yeah. like so I know these guys, you know, they're they're probably having a rough day too, man. You know, like, you never know what what they're going through, you know. No, good point, man. We appreciate that. Yeah, so I always tell people, you know, you just gotta be respectful with anybody, man. Everybody, yeah. you know, that's it. Yeah. yeah. And if there's a yeah. bad employee out there, you know, there's there's processes to deal yeah, with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and you know, they complain or something yeah. if you think you've been wronged. Uh and we can end up taking care of those yeah. things. Well, but. I always say it, it eventually it'll catch up to you. <laughs> Whatever you do, you know what I'm saying? Right. Good or bad, and, and you know, it's like everything will, will hit you. You know, it comes in full circle. Yeah. So the more you do good, the more good stuff comes to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. But I know we've talked to you already about it, and we're excited. We're moving to L.A. Yeah, Opening up in L.A. <laughs> so we'll definitely be That's taking it. the cars down. And You guys are moving know. down there, and I'm moving up here, Dougie. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I should have told him. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, man, no, no, that, no. That, that'll be great, man. Yeah, that'll be great, man. Expand the program. Like, I've, like I've always told you guys, whatever we can do with, like, Pete and Don and my whole team, you know, and and uh, and expand the program and spread the word, spread right. the love about the program. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna do it, you know. Yeah. Now you guys do a great job already, and we're just out here in Ventura County, so we appreciate everything you guys do. Yeah. No, thank you guys, man. We always have a good time with you guys, man. Did you always want to be in Hollywood? Growing up, it's funny because I did, and then it just got to the point where I was like, Nah, it ain't gonna happen because I was trying to get my mom to introduce me to John Travolta. <laughs> 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 you know, but, you know my, mom, my mom's all like, "Well, where do I find him?" Because you, know? <laughs> you know, back then I was into Greece and you know Saturday Night Fever, you know, and so I was like ten years old, you know, and I was dancing the songs, and you know, my, my underoos, under, be <laughs> dancing in the living room, looked in the yellow pages, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Travolta. <laughs> hey, this guy lives three streets over. <laughs> oh, that's not the same I was, one. I was trying to get into acting, but uh, but like you know, my mom, she worked, you know, uh, long hours, and she was you know single. So and she didn't know English, so she was like, "Well, who do I? You know, you know, I don't want no no casting places to take you, or, yeah. or what, you know what the process is." Right. So I just like, I, I left it alone, and later on I got into music. But my mom, my mom's like, it's funny because my mom recently, like about a year ago, we were on our way to Northridge to go visit an uncle of mine. And uh, we're passing through Hollywood, and we're going through the 101. My mom goes, she goes, "I remember when you were little, that you we were passing here on the way to the same uncle to go see my uncle." Um, he goes, uh, "You would always say like, oh, you know, but no." In Spanish, no pierdo las esperanzas de ir a Hollywood. You know, to, I don't, no, I don't lose hope, hope of being, you know, yeah. being in Hollywood one day. You know, yeah. working. Yep. So yeah, so that was. Uh, so so my mom says, yeah, you always wanted to be an actor, but then That's you just cool. kind of just start doing music, and you just start stop tripping on acting, and then and then the acting came just kind of f- fell in out there like in two thousand four. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. What was the, What was the first uh, your first acting gig? Would be uh, Idiocracy. Was it? Yeah, I mean, as far as the speaking role, yeah, because yeah. I had did. Like two uh, 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 just background roles prior uh, to Idiocracy, and it was just like you know just you know just in the background and in the prison, but 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 Mike Judge yeah Mike Judge you know he he, uh-huh. he uh, his cat well first his casting department they 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 reached out to a website I was on it was called BrownPride.com and they seen my mug on there. <laughs> You know? <laughs> so, so, so hey, how can we get this guy to come in and read for a, for a Mike Judgment that, that we're casting for? Him? So, so the, the 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 webmaster at the time goes, you know what? I, I know him personally. Let me uh, let me get at him and uh, and I'll give him you guys his info. Give me info. So they gave me all the info. He gave me the info. He got me. He got at me. He goes, you know, some people from uh, they're, they're casting for a Mike Judge film and they want to cast you. So 
You know, it might be a big opportunity, you know, to check it out. But, you know, like, I would, if I were you, I would go. And I kind of, he gave me he gave me the the, the information, and I, I kind of hesitated. I was like, nah, I ain't gonna, you know. I go, I'm right. not even tripping on that. You know, this time I'm doing music, you know, and and the music, we're getting ready to go on tour. We, we had just uh, finished completed a, a Sp- an all-Spanish album. And then I was just like, nah, I'm not even tripping on that, bro. And he goes, nah, just, you should call him. So I said, all right. So I called him. Long story short, I went in there. Yeah, they sent me the script. They sent me the, the the day when we're going in. I went in there, and I knocked out. It was my first time auditioning. I had never auditioned for anything, you know. <laughs> so I did, and then the lady calls me back like a few days later. She goes, "Hey, Mike just saw your video, and he was rolling." Huh? <laughs> he goes, "He wants to do a reading with you. <laughs> He's coming Dang. in in a couple of weeks. So are you available?" And I go, "Yeah, yeah, well, let's do it." I, mean, I knew what Mike Judge was. You know, I was a big Beavis and Butthead fan. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, yes. so Mike just came in and uh, we sat down. Um, we read, I, and he had me read for a couple other parts, and then he just said that we're going, uh, going all right, man, man. You know, it was good to see you, man. And uh, he goes, let's see what we can make something, see if we make something happen. And yeah, like two months later, I get the call and go, hey, you got the part for for the Mike Judge film. You know, but I know at first they told me, go, hey, you got the part. I'm like, what part? Uh, <laughs> you know, like I totally forgot that I had went to audition. It was the Mike Judge film, man, because it, it, was, it wasn't even called Idiocracy at the time. Yeah. So then after, yeah, so then they just give me all my details, and I'm like, and then that just set it off because that he got me King of the Hill after that, and then after that I did uh, Harsh Times with Christian Bale. Yep. You know, and then uh, I did um, some voiceovers on King of the Hill. Damn. Yeah, I played Danny Trejo's brother-in-law. None <laughs> <laughs> of all people were. <laughs> My chat didn't know So what projects? What's what's in the works? What can you tell us about? Um, you know, like, just recently, you know, I mean, you guys probably know already, I started my podcast. So I've been doing, I've been working on that. You know, on, Big you Citrus know, World? Yeah, Big Citrus Podcast, actually. Big Citrus Podcast. Yeah, so, yeah, we started that. And with my boy Albert, you know, Red, uh, Red Rabbit, you know, and so he's producing it. And, uh, yeah, we've been doing that. And then uh, at the same time, we're kind of, like, working on They're developing a show for me right now with a pilot where it's based on – it's like a it could be like a dark comedy almost, but, like, maybe a mixture of Entourage with mixed with Lopez. Mm. So it's, like, it's it's based on my life, but just, like, a lot of stuff is, is that exaggerated or, you know, kind of shortened up or either long <laughs> – <laughs> and then uh um so I'm the only one that's playing myself and everyone else is is, is uh is actors and you know like but but they're all characters from my real life you know Oh sweet. Hey, are you yeah. going to have some of that swimming at the Y in it? No, <laughs> we, we might, I'm going to have to put some floaties on. <laughs> <laughs> No, he he'll, he'll, can't swim. he'll have a stunt stunt yeah. actor come yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if they could hire me a teacher that can teach me how to swim, you know, that'd be, that'd be kinda cool. <laughs> Well, if you need some good good cops, yeah, man. So we'll, we'll be there. Yeah, no, we're gonna we're, we're, we don't play bad cops. Well, we're also working on another project called Illegals. So it's, that one's more. Well, they're not sure if it's gonna be a movie or a or a series, but they're gonna shoot a pilot or a teaser actually soon. And uh, basically, it's gonna be that I we're we're cops. Me and my, my and my partner, which is um, <laughs> Jamie, aka Lyrics, <laughs> we're cops, but we get kicked off the force for some reason. <laughs> but we love law enforcement so much that we just be, we, we we need to stick it. So we got to so we become, stick with we got to stick with. So we become uh, private investigators, <laughs> you know. What I mean? And so we go on our little adventures, thing, and it's just a bunch of a bunch of drama <laughs> that happens. Well, that's so we're working cool. on that too. You know? that so that was called illegals. How does everybody hit you up on social media? Hit me up on my on my page, uh, Big Citric, which is B I G C I T R I C. 
Also for Snapchat, although I don't use it no more because I got tired of using them bunny ears. You know, <laughs> I start using the doggy filter <laughs> since I'm always saying yeah, doggy. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, so Big Citric on Twitter, Snapchat, and uh, Instagram, but mostly cool. on Instagram. On uh, and then uh, for the podcast, Big C's uh, Big C uh, Pod, C yeah, pod. Big C Pod. So yeah, and then of course. Don't forget Solid Kings brand and uh, Solid Queens on Instagram. Man. And, and thanks a lot for helping us out with the kids. I know that they're all sporting the Solid Kings. Oh brand, yeah, we so. don't appreciate that, man. Yeah, Don and Pete been putting in mad work over here. So yeah, yeah. appreciate pre- hey, appreciate you guys uh, having me up here, man. Yeah. You know, it's all, it's always a good time oh, with you guys, man. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll keep in touch with you on the next big yeah. thing. If it's a comedy night, we're gonna certainly come out to some of your stuff. I know you're gonna be heading out of town soon, so yeah, man. Was, we're gonna try to hit some uh, some comedy shows out of town, man. So yeah, yeah. Well, be <laughs> safe and. Um, you know, do right. Yeah, appreciate it, man. All right. All right. Thanks again to Big Citric for coming out, being on the show today. Yeah, what a great time. Uh, that was exciting. That was awesome. It was, it was a good show. Continue following us at our website, dragteam.org, D-R-A-G-G-T-E-A-M.org. Uh, see what we're doing, see where we're going, see what's out there. We also have a little special thanks to Rico at After Hours Production. A-H-P. AHP, he's the one, the man behind the, the, the master behind our show, trying to or putting this thing all together. Right. So again, thanks a lot to Appreciate him. Appreciate you. Um, follow us on our social media dra- at Drag Team on Instagram and Facebook, and continue looking for our updates. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to get all that out. So yeah. it's a lot to get out. Sure, because I'm just so it's excited about this gala <laughs> so or many. gala or whatever we want to say. It's a gala, yeah. September 21st. Mark your calendars. Yes. Save the date. It'll be evening time. It's going to be great. Cocktail hour. It'll be great. A lot of fun. It's going to have a good time. Kids, people, music, good cause. We're going to put it all together, all in one show. So until next time, be safe, and we'll see you on the next episode. Take care, everyone.